Welcome to the Connect Group's podcast series. Hi, it's Renee here. I'm the Senior Policy Officer at Connect Groups and I'm responsible for our advocacy. I've got Sandra here today, who's the President of Solace Grief Support WA and they support those grieving the death of their spouse, partner or fiancé. Sandra's husband, David, died in 2012 and they'd been married for 46 years. Sandra found out about Solace in early 2016 and joined the group as a widow. She found the support offered to her was wonderful and much needed and as time progressed she felt able to assist the organisation. Sandra became president of Solace WA in 2017 and still retains that position. She was also nominated for president of Solace Australia in 2020. When attending support group meetings nowadays, Sandra is in the role of peer facilitator. We're here today to talk about the importance of digital inclusion for support groups, particularly in light of the recent and ongoing risk of pandemic due to COVID-19. So without further ado, Sandra, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. First of all, tell us a bit more about your support group. Well, as you said, Solus WA is an organisation for the loss of love, your loved one, husband, wife, partner, fiancé. We are part of a national body. We're affiliated with Solus Australia. And we've been here in operation since November 2015. We have approximately 85 members. We have four self-help support group meetings each month, um, both north and south of the river, in the hills and also in West Perth. We also provide telephone support, we provide a meet one-on-one um, -on -one with those when they first make contact with us. This allows them to discuss their situation with us and to also for us to provide information on what and how our meetings are run. We also have some lovely cafe groups, some walking groups and a lot of other social activities. Whatever the members want to, to have, we'll hopefully provide for them. This sounds like a fantastic range of activities and now I know during the social distancing in 2020 you did pivot to offer new modes of engagement um, as well as the face-to-face -face, um, including the online presence so tell us what that transition was like and what it involved for your group. Um, look the transition has been absolutely wonderful very difficult to start with not knowing anything whatsoever about Zoom never ever appearing on a, any type of um, media like that but with the support from Connect Groups, with the fact that they purchased this for us, the fact that we had training to get it started, has been so good for us. Not only were we able to keep in contact with our committee over that period of time, but also to our members, not all of them, of course, because it was very difficult, but also we were able to keep in touch with our people in the national uh, group, you know, various states, um, just, yeah, to help. And it was an absolute godsend. And now that we have it, I don't see how we ever didn't have it, to be perfectly honest. It's just, and, and for us, it's going to be able to be reaching out to more people. We have contact from quite a lot of rural areas, from the Pilbara to Albany to Kalgoorlie to all over the place. And people aren't able to attend meetings through distance. So this is a very good way of being able to give them that support online. That's fantastic. It's a whole new paradigm for you. Yeah. What are some of the insights and stories, positive outcomes that you've seen as a result of this? 
obviously it's best to have your face-to-face -face meetings, but not being able to do that during that time, or even now, some of our older members don't wish to come back because they may have underlying health issues still. It's an uncertain times that we're in. So we can now offer them that. We have done just a few on and off here and there. We had a, a wonderful um, meeting, wonderful Zoom meeting, a very special one a couple of weeks ago. And the participants were from overseas and in rural areas and also people from within the Perth metro area. Firstly, the two widows that attended from Singapore, um, both expats, one lady who's from Britain had been over here to Australia, had found out about solace after her husband died and rang us up and came along to our meeting. It was absolutely wonderful. So when she went back home, the next holiday she came back again and was able to take into two meetings, which was lovely. But then of course, you know, we had the lockdown, so she was not able to do that. But she made contact with us not long after, not long ago and had met somebody else in the same situation as she and wanted to know about what they could do to set up a support group for themselves in Singapore, but also to perhaps some support with us here so we decided that would be a very good idea so we had the two of them we had a, a woman from Kalgoorlie who'd made contact and we also have a young widow that lives at Kawarama from California uh, has no family here in Australia whatsoever and uh, lives a very remote area along with the participants we had from the metro area it was the most wonderful meeting you could see that the fact that they could see each other and talk and it was it was like you weren't really on a Zoom meeting, it was there, it was very, very, very good. They were able to talk about their problems, the anxiety, what their future may hold, not hold. Some of them have children, so that was also mentioned, um, and you know, how it's impacted the death of that person on their children. Um, it was really, really good. It was such a, a vast range of people and just excellent, and it just ran so very smoothly was really really good and we've got our next one with the same group of people next week so we're going to keep doing that for this group of people probably for the next few months just to see how we go it's amazing so it's a very physically distanced group but they're able to yeah. come together and provide a lot yeah. of social support for one another most definitely yeah, yeah. that's really powerful so um, obviously this is a really good um, development in Solace's ability to service different people with different needs um, and you've expressed an intention to continue um, so what challenges are, in, are there that may you know make it difficult to keep going with this I think look I, I think probably one of the challenges one of the main challenges is that I'm the only person at the moment that is hosting these meetings I do know I believe that you can have multiple hosts so once I can get that organized it'll be good because it, it does take time and like we at this stage having two of these meetings per month and there is going to be a lot more once we get um, campaign a lot better and um, get noted in the rural areas so I think that's something that I have we have to find out about it it's also letting the person know at the other end now we've can set it up that's fine but that person knowing that they do have to have an email address and some of them don't realize that some of them don't have the right iPhone or iPad or they want to use a desktop where there's no um, camera or microphone so they find that challenging so but what we've done is had a few practice sessions with people and been able to talk through what has happened so that when we do have the meeting we can then can be fairly straightforward they are probably they're not insurmountable challenges by any means but yeah yeah they're just little barriers to inclusion aren't they yeah.
That's fantastic. Sounds like you've got some really good systems in place for addressing that as well. So in overcoming some of these barriers, um, have you thought about what um, would assist you to support your membership and grow that membership in um, online facilitation, either from connect groups but also what the government might be able to do to yes. promote that? Look, at this stage we are very, very happy with Zoom. I know there are other avenues such as Twitter and Facebook, but that is not for us. In the situation that we're in when you are bereaved, you, you have to think of the confidentiality of our members. You have to not put them in a position of perhaps being vulnerable. vulnerable. Um, so yeah, Zoom for us is, is the way to go. We're very grateful, obviously, very, very grateful to Connect Groups for offering this to us, um, paying for our 12 months subscription, which is marvellous because a non-profit for organisations such as ours has to rely on grants and sponsorship. Um, the training that we had to set it up, of course, and I think for us and for the hundreds of organisations that happen to, you know, you have when you're with you, um, the help that we do get, the financial help, the training for everything that we, that we do is so appreciated, it really is. With the government, um, I think they can provide more funding, um, which is much needed um, and will have a roll-on effect for everyone. With support, all the support groups and non-for-profit organisations provide very much um, support for our communities and I think without us there'd be so much lacking and I hope that the government needs and has that understanding and knowledge and will acknowledge what um, we are providing for the communities. Do you have any final remarks? Um, no, just to say thank you very much for this opportunity to do this and I, I just really hope that whatever you present um, to the government, you're going to be very successful for it, to it because we, we will benefit and the other organisations from, from what you offer. That's thank great. You. That's great. Well, it's amazing to hear the stories like yours about you know, the work that's being done on a weekly or monthly basis out there in the community that really a lot of people don't even um, know is happening, but it's offering so much vital support to communities and individuals who you know, need the support to keep going in their lives. Um, so thank you so much for your time today and for sharing the work that you've done through this momentous year. And I'm so glad to hear that um, it's been a successful transitional time and allowed Solus WA to now you know, grow and um, extend its reach, especially to people who are um, physically isolated in the regions. Um, and thank you for all the work that you do supporting people who are grieving their partners. Thank you.